Hello and welcome to episode 26 of the Denalysis Fantasy Football Podcast. So, what we have on the agenda today, we've got a Game Week 28 review. We're also going to look a little bit into Game Week 29. We've got our usual clean sheet cup. Uh, I've got some some little Game Week 35 blank Game Week things for you. Something I remembered from last week, we were talking about non-league and low-league players and whether or not they're professional. Yes. So I actually did some research on that. Mm. Non-league, Get out more, most, most of the people in the players in the league below League 2 League 2 so the the highest non-league can't remember what it's called which is annoying but you know what? I saw what it was called of yeah. no reason yeah. whatsoever this week at some point yeah. I don't know what I always just forget because it changes sponsor like every year or yeah. whatever but um, yeah most of the players in that league are actually professional so most of the teams are professional some Who's aren't paying them? Well, football's a big business apparently I guess uh, get a lot of money from gambling stuff like that I don't know is what it is wild cool should we uh, crack right on into <laughs> football then <laughs> should we become footballers shall we evolve into last football what you got for me not much not much has been happening no <laughs> no nothing no. I miss that's why a lot yeah you know who's been excellent this weekend um 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 no uh, not Brighton yet uh, no, I don't. Benjamin Mendy. Oh, he's good, isn't he's he? Been he's been so fun. good yesterday and today. Continued excellent content from that match. He is brilliant. He softens a blow, you know, when you get hammered in the <laughs> cup final and your team doesn't show up. And then you see Mendy being so happy. <laughs> that was one of my big takeaways from this cup final, actually. Was Benjamin Mendy. Well, Mendy and just the team spirit of City. Like, they look like they're having so much fun. Do you see um, any of the interviews, like, no. just after the game finished? No. So they interview them on the pitch and all of that. Okay, shall we no. move on to some real fixtures that happened? Okay. I mean, I don't really have... We'll do a little bit of the Arsenal stuff later, but we'll start with Brighton and Hove Albion. Brighton win. and Hove Albion. Yes. Yeah. Both of them together. I was really gassed. Um, like, I don't really care now we've started doing this podcast. Um, but if you'd seen me on Saturday afternoon, I was absolutely... What kind of fan are you? Thrilled. You don't, you don't care now? Well, we have to look forward, don't we, to the, the rest of the season. We absolutely it's imp- do. It's important. We've got some big games coming up. Uh, so you've just moved on. You're like a proper professional. Yeah, we it. can't sit around being thrilled about it. <laughs> We've got to stay up. Yeah, exactly. Come on, lads, get focused. It's important. Well, yeah, got Arsenal up next, ain't you? I'm sure that'll be fine. Yeah, it's at home as well. Yeah, don't worry about it, lads. Easy, home banker. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so Brighton beat Swansea 4-1 in a game that you may remember from last week's podcast, I predicted as a 0-0 or a 1-0 to Swansea. Which was ridiculous, because I knew it at least was going to be a 1-1. Yeah. I knew. Yeah, you you did know. And now you get to have that glory, so take the floor, Natalie. Um, It was really good. Brighton were really... Brighton played really, really well. Um... And I hope this continues to give them confidence for the horrific games they have on the horizon. Hmm. Um, Glenn Murray played pretty much a full game again. Two goals and one that he almost had but didn't really because he was just lolling. Yeah, he was well offside. (laughs) Um, You can't have that one, Murray. No, But he went for it. Um, 5.7 million. A man of undeniable talent. Fixtures are trash. But he will have to score. Hmm. 
Um, this is the thing that worries me about any Brighton players because uh, we looked at this literally weeks ago. Yeah. Their fixtures are nasty. They are really terrible. And I think they faced like five of the... In their last ten games, I think five of them are top six sides. At least. Um, and they also faced Leicester in there. So their fixtures are nasty, but then Murray just keeps doing it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's kind of one of those like, you know, you keep ignoring the player and they keep scoring the goals and you start to think, oh, maybe this is a Vardy situation. Yeah. Obviously not quite as good a player in, in terms no. of like what he offers a team, but as a goal scorer, he's been freaking great. Yeah, he was really good. Um, every, like the whole team was really good. Mm. Um, but him and Ithgado were like the standouts. Yeah, I, I thought Ithgado was brilliant. Um, he was at the heart of pretty much all of their goals really like over the last few weeks their thing has been pass to him he'll make it happen yeah yeah. and it's working exactly and he looked really really sharp and really pacey uh, so he set up one of Murray's goals mm-hmm. and he also was the pre-assist for I think it was for Lockardia's goal Lockardia how did we just decide we were saying this Lockardia I'm gonna say Lockardia just okay. cause I like it I'm yeah, used to it until I can find out officially. definitively from the man himself I think Brighton were very good. I think on the flip side, Swansea, not their best performance, especially on this this brilliant run of form they've had. Yeah. They haven't lost in like 11 games or whatever. 10. 10. Just the 10. Well, they have lost in 11, though. Yeah. And that's his last one. So a very, very bad result. Mawson was not at the races. Not I do wonder... I don't think Mawson was not even at the races. I don't think Mawson got out of bed. <laughs> Mawson. That wasn't Mawson. Mawson was still wasn't at home. out there. That was his twin brother. Uh, so yeah, he was he was very very bad. I wonder if that injury that he picked up against who was it? It was the know. FA Cup game, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, if it's not Premier League, I don't understand yeah. it. Yeah, I, I wonder if that injury that he picked up there maybe affected him a little bit, and he wasn't one hundred percent fit because he looked he just kept giving the ball away. Yeah, he wasn't at his best. Swansea as a whole weren't at their best. Gave away a sloppy penalty. Yeah, but yeah, it has to be said. Brighton at home still looking like a uh, a good prospect for sure. So I do, based on an event that happened in this game, yeah. that said event being Lewis Dunk has now equaled the Premier League record for own goals in one season. I love him so much. Yeah. Like, I'm not even mad. Lewis Dunk is the only player who has made it from my game week one squad who is still in my team. Yep. The only player. And he keeps looking like he's going to get goals at the right end. Well, I d- he didn't so much this week. Duffy almost yeah. had one, like yeah. a really solid shot from a corner. Um, but also Duffy almost scored no goal. <laughs> and Matt Ryan saved the hell out of him. Matt Ryan's great, isn't he? Matt Ryan is so good. He's, he's a very good goalkeeper. He, he makes like really, really impressive saves. So yeah, in, in keeping Sorry. with that interesting, fantastic... I would set. say prestigious record mm. that he's uh, he's equaled. It, you know, what? and the season's not even over. He could get, he can have more yeah. now. He yeah. can take the title. <laughs> he could be the. I mean, he could take the all-time record in this season. There's still enough games. Oh, <laughs> it I would love be. Him so much. It would be so impressive. But in the spirit of that that record, I wanted to ask you who previously or. Let's say who shares this record with him. With him. Bonus points if you can guess the season. I would have no idea what Yeah, it'd be a shot in the dark, the season, but it's actually quite recent. Is it John Terry? It's not John Terry. Is it a defender? Yeah. Is it Gary Gale? No. Is it a Chelsea defender? No. 
Is a defender from a low, like a small side? It's someone that you really, really liked. Is Zabletta? No. Mm, have I liked anyone more than Zabletta and Lewis Dunk who plays in defence? I can tell you he's a Slovakian international. Skirtle? Yes. Ah. Oh. Can you guess the year, the season? No. He hasn't played in the Premier League for a little while. No. Who did he play for? Liverpool? Yeah. 14 15. <sighs> It's 13-14. Yeah. You know what? That was my first instinct yeah. <laughs> I didn't go with it. So um, he now is is joined by the great Lewis wow. Dunk, born in Brighton. Yeah, he's a good player. That's the thing. The, the funny thing about Brighton is they just seem to give away a lot of these opportunities. Like what, these really unlucky deflections. Yeah. That it, it seems like they have disproportionate bad luck. But it doesn't really seem to have affected their season that much oh no that's the thing Um, okay Liverpool faced West Ham United and they walked away with a 4-1 win so Salah he scores again he he just can't stop and he assists too what is this guy yeah I'd like to talk about Chan please go ahead have the floor 4.8 million a fun differential is that what he is today yeah well I don't know because he did rise overnight okay then he's 4.9 now sorry um, okay, 4.9 million. Still a cheap. Fun as fuck. differential, very cheap, guaranteed to start. Yeah, so I saw this on your, your notes and I was like, are you sure about that? And I checked through and I saw he'd start, started, I think, the last 15 games. Yeah. He's played 90 minutes, apart and from one. I think one, he was injured. He played 78. Um, like the last time he didn't start, I'm yeah. fairly sure he was injured. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 4.9. He's an interesting one and he, he is the kind of player that will get. Like a ridiculous wonder goal every now and then. Yeah, I think so. My kind of argument here is if for the blank game week and also for Liverpool's just good fixtures, if you're looking for a third Liverpool player hmm. and for you whatever reason, yeah, you don't have the budget to get Firmino or you don't want a striker or you don't have time to have a striker but you've got someone waste in your midfield who you could just switch out, then I think chances. Like, it's a guaranteed two points every week. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a pretty good shout. Um, personally, I kind of... I like the big boys for, for Liverpool, so... Yeah, I feel like you might as well, but if you can't afford yeah. it and you want someone who's playing in game week 31, who's, like, definitely going to play... Yeah. He got the three bonus points as well, didn't he, this week? What a lad. Which is impressive, considering he was the one who was at fault for, for giving West Ham a goal. Mm. Uh, but interesting that Salah... I, d- I didn't think he had his best game, actually. He got goal and assist. The assist was from a corner uh, that was going towards Van Dijk. And I was like, he was one of my transfers in this week, so I was very excited. I was like, oh, Van Dijk's got to do it. And then went through to Chan, and he scored instead, which was fine. Uh, but then Salah picked up a goal with a, an Oxide chamberlain assist. Firmino also with a really nice goal. Uh, just rounding Adrian ridiculously easy. Um, and also Mane. He's an, another tasty option, I think. He's, what, 9.3 now? I've no idea. I didn't write it down because, as I said just now, I didn't want to talk about that. <laughs> they're, they're popular guys, though. But we talk about them every week and everyone already has them. Well, I kind of want to give give my take on, on Salah because one of the things that stands out is he didn't get the bonus points. No one got bonus points who should have got bonus points this week, Dan. I'm over it. <laughs> well, Firmino did. He was good. Fucking Jack Butland. <laughs> Unbelievable. Oh, man. 
Yeah, we'll come on to that later. But basically, like, I, I thought this was an interesting game purely because Salah, he got the goal and assist, but he didn't, he didn't play anything like his best. Like, he just still, he still got them. And that's kind of the, the place he's at right now. Like, he'll just, every game, doesn't even have to play well. He will, he will get you better points. Mane's actually 9.4. Oh, really? Mm. Oh, yeah, he went up overnight as well. So he is actually my transfer in this week. For who? Already done it, for Sterling. Essentially, I saw that they're playing Newcastle, and Sterling is very close to dropping. So he. But he's already dropped once this Yeah, he dropped once. I got him at 7.9, mm. and he dropped from 9.0 to 8.9. So I was like, if I want to bank this 0.5, I've got to do it now. And I did it. Um, I'll probably look to get Sane next week for the, the game against Stoke. So I'll do Mane this week, Mane to Sane next week. <laughs> uh, we'll see, we'll see. So, uh, yeah, basically a very, very good performance. Um, Antonio came back, came off the bench, got a goal. Bish, bash, bosh. Yeah. Simple as that. Uh, West Ham, I, I thought they didn't really do particularly well. I think their fixtures are nasty. Um, they did start. They started well up until half time. I think they were still in the game very much. And Arnautovic hit the bar as well. Mm-hmm. So he's, he's another guy who still looks good, still looks like he can score most games yeah I don't know where you fit him in your team hmm. that's my my problem with Onathovic I think yeah. he's definitely a good pick like if you have him it's not a bad move at all and he's worth having but I just don't know where you put him in terms of who you get rid of for him hmm. like he's priced so mid as well at 6.9 like I I just don't know what you do hmm. with that it's, it's hard to justify getting him in because of their fixtures. But I think in this game, he showed that he doesn't yeah. particularly need to worry about yeah. fixtures. He just goes off and does his own thing anyway. Yeah, exactly. And he does look very motivated. So he's kind of an interesting option. I, I think probably not as much of a differential as he would have been earlier in the season because yeah. people have obviously seen his, his good patch of form. Yeah. But I don't think most people are desperate to get hold of him at the moment. So he could be a, a nice one in your mini leagues to kind of shoot you up the rankings potentially. Mm. Uh, but we do have quite a few of those in that, that sort of price range. Um, Van Dyke and Robertson. Yes. They're in an interesting proposition. Yeah. Van Dyke, I thought he had a really good game. I, you know, he did everything he should do. Unfortunately, uh, Liverpool fell victim to one error in midfield. Uh, Chan falling over, losing the ball, and it got West Ham on the break really quickly. So it's kind of one of those, it just happens sometimes. I'm not too worried. I think in the games they do keep clean sheets, he's very likely to, uh, to get the bonus. Robertson did have another very good game, though, and his assist for Mane was, was wicked. So he's, has he gone up yet to 4.8? Yeah. Yeah. So he, it's kind of annoying because one of my issues was that he wasn't nailed on and Klopp has all but said that he's now nailed on, <laughs> literally in like the last day. I can't afford, I, he, can't, like, I can't transfer them. I have to do it on my wildcard. Yeah, yeah. I don't even want a wildcard. Well, this, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I mean, I'm happy to stick with Van Dijk. I do think I'm not. You're going to have to live with it. You made that choice. Regardless, Robertson creates a lot of chances. Uh, if he does continue to play, which it sounds like he will do, judging by Klopp's comments, essentially essentially he said that if Robertson falls ill, he'll need Moreno, which kind of implied that, that Robertson is like the first, the first choice. So at 4.8, I think that's a very, very good price for a, a team with great fixtures, playing in both blanks. 
yeah. uh, guaranteed to play in both blanks and yeah just in really good form anything to add yeah I had just a bit on Oxlade Chamberlain who's 5.6 million um, two things actually not both on Oxlade Chamberlain interestingly in four out of his last five games where he's played the whole 90 minutes he's returned at least one goal or assist that's crazy like but you have to keep I him didn't on even the know entire that. 90 yeah it's like he's cursed yeah he only <laughs> that's um, weird it is quite strange, but that's what he's up to. Do you know how many of, of the previous sort of 10, 15 Oxlade has played or started? Not enough. <laughs> yeah. So he's a he's a no-show, a no-go. Yeah, he started maybe six of the last 10. Yeah, that's a problem. But he has been good. So from a footballing perspective, good for him. Mm. From a fantasy league, mm, yeah. it's a bit of a funny risk. All right, shall we move on? Yes. So... Another one of your favourite teams. Yeah. Your original favourite team, I believe. We have West Brom versus the Huddersfield. Yeah. Uh, it's a 1-2 in favour of the Huddersfield. They won away from home. They did. Which is the, the big... And actually, they looked news. much the better team, I think. Well, West Brom are wrecked. Alan Pardew needs to sit the hell down. Oh, God. I don't know who he thinks he is. Well, one of the things you mentioned last week was... Uh, the, the teams who are going to be fighting to, to stay up. Yeah. Like I said it in a, I guess this is what will happen. But then both Brighton and Huddersfield have really good wins. Yeah. And Newcastle with a draw as well. Yeah. And that's it, isn't yeah. it? We're like, where, is, where are West from? Oh, like sitting around. Maybe we'll get a goal from a corner one day. Oh, chill out, West from. They on. just seem gone, don't they? Gone Go in on. the head. Like they're partying and they're stealing taxis and they're doing all this stuff it seems like it's all well and good when you get they paid are not... however many millions a day isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely so that's kind of that's where they're at they're not in a good place uh, they keep keep on failing one of the things I did uh, pick out about this game Lursel he looked very sketchy at the corners Lursel looks sketchy all the time but he's really fun to watch. He's a really fun goalkeeper. <laughs> he's so nerve-wracking. Because he's he's actually very good. He is good. He but... just has these mo- these like really eccentric moments. But he's actually one of the guys I'm looking to get in for the blank game week because I just feel like he could crop up with a penalty save or oh, like sure. have nine or ten saves or something. Definitely. And and with the fixture they have, they're playing uh, Crystal Palace in the the blank the game blank. week. So they play Spurs. Um, this weekend coming yeah. and then after that they have five game weeks of like sick fixtures yeah, yeah really nice fixtures which like to me if they keep on like they are hmm. they're almost guaranteed to stay up yeah and I think the thing you, you pointed out about the these teams that are fighting to stay up having something to play for now it actually looks at the time I was kind of looking and thinking mm, but these teams would look kind of devoid of, of any real quality no. and then no, one game it changes yeah. your thinking. Actually, I think that's what I've, I thought about you kind of saying that about teams lower down the league, like not having as much quality. Hmm. And then I was watching Brighton and I was like, I don't know what Dan's talking about. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, so there is an element of the, the opposition, you know, you're, you're playing against how well they're playing. It was, it was yeah. shocking from Swansea. I think you could also level that criticism at West Brom here because they were... The second goal that Mounier scored, uh, this was a Pritchard assist, so yeah. another guy you mentioned a few times, 5.4. Um, 
Uh, again, another player who I think looks like a, a decent option for that blank week. A good signing for Huddersfield. I yeah, think, he's been productive actually. so far. He's got picked up a couple of assists. Did he score one as well? I think he... Don't know. Can't he, remember. Either way, he's slotted right in and he's been playing well. Yeah. Uh, Van Lepara, your man, getting another goal. And, and Kwana with an assist, which was kind of unexpected. Yeah. It's a bit of a sloppy goal, I but, Kwana, but, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, last all at the corners... So Dawson uh, scored for West Brom and Lursel, every time they took a corner, just looked like he was shitting himself. <laughs> like, it's frustrating because it's like you can practice this. Yeah. You can practice how to be good at this. Yeah, it's, it's one of the things that a lot of those like lower lower teams yeah. tend to work on quite a lot. But I think Wagner's a good manager and I'd like to hope that he'd be like, Jonas, <laughs> we need to work on this. Yeah, yeah. yeah just we'll put like, an arm on his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. But I would say that West Brom, if nothing else, one of the things that does remain for that team is they've always been a threat at set pieces. Yeah. And we Throw saw them... McCauley. Exactly. Do you reckon that's why they've been so terrible this season? It's I don't think Mac- that's anything to do with it. I, I do. I reckon it's because McCauley hasn't been playing. Uh, anything else on the Hudders boys or the uh, West Bromers? Yeah. So, there is a lot of rotation in the Huddersfield team. Hmm. More than I think you'd notice. Yeah. More than I'd noticed. So Moy is currently injured, but he's looking to be back this weekend. I don't know where he's looking. I don't. He's 5.3 and he will play. I think if he's fit, he will play. He's one of... Him and Lursel are guaranteed to play. Yeah, if they're exactly. Fit. Everyone else, not so much. Um, so Valapara and Pritchard I were the, are the two I'd look at. And Valapara at 4.8 and Pritchard at 5.4, but neither seem overly guaranteed a start. Um, I would, it's purely anecdotal, but I would have said Pritchard is. There's so much rotation in this midfield. Hmm. Like, Ince didn't even play yeah. at the weekend. He played for, like, five minutes. Yeah. And he's one who I thought was, like, guaranteed. Is to be that one. because Pritchard's taken his place? I've no idea. To be honest, I don't actually know enough about Huddersfield's Kachunga's dead as well. Um, Poor Kachunga. He's been out for actually ages. Um, he is, but he's looking to be back, expected yeah. back this weekend. But he's been out for an absolute wild yeah. time. Well, so I, I have a, a, a bit of a mild take on, on Huddersfield. Because mm-hmm. uh, I've kind of changed my thinking. We'll go into this a bit later. But um, Huddersfield, I think they're a very, very good option in week 31 if you're looking to free hit. I think that's. Because you can take a risk on a free hit. You could get some of the Huddersfield players you're not sure about and you could put them in your starting lineup. And if they don't play, you know, it's not the end of the world. You can have a sub coming in. Obviously, there's always the worry that they might come on and play 10 minutes or five minutes. But it it's kind of a good time to look at guys like Mounier. But yeah, it's a good opportunity to, to look at them because they're playing at home, playing against Palace, who've, who've struggled to, to score too many goals lately. I don't know what their injury situation will look like then, but you can also afford to take that risk yeah. because you're using a, a free hit and because there are so few teams playing. Munio has started four of the last five, hmm. but like it's that one in the middle where I'm like, but why? Yeah. Why didn't he play? Why did he play? Why did he start two games and then he didn't play the next one? And You've then he got to assume it's like if we look at that, it, it sounds like he's the first choice striker in most cases. But maybe, you know, he was just coming back from injury. He was trying to build some momentum, didn't want to get injured again. I don't know, like, Depoch has played a lot. Hmm. And it just makes me nervous. Yeah. Regardless, I, I do think he's a 
a very interesting one to look at because when he has played, he's actually been quite economical. He's, he's come up with a lot of important goals. And obviously got one this week, so what is he, like 5.7? Super sick price. And I really, yeah. really Same like him. Same price as Glenn Murray. Yeah. Anyway, Man United face Chelsea in the, the Conte Mourinho... Clash. A clash, yeah. The, I was going to say Derby and then I was like, nope, better not. This, this was actually a pretty entertaining game considering Man United were in it. <laughs> so this, this was a classic Mourinho performance, really. Uh, I don't think they were particularly the better team. Chelsea had a really, really good start, but they came away with the win. And Lukaku was actually pretty 10 out of 10, which I haven't been able to say for a very long time. You just seem taken aback by this. Yeah, they don't have good fixtures, do they, Man United? I think around week 32 is where their fixtures get better. Right. Hmm. Do you get Lukaku in now, though? No, no, I I wouldn't. I mean, if we look at the other options in that price range, it's obviously the Kane, it's the uh, Aguero, I was going to say Morata. Morata did, actually. He, He should have scored. He hit the bar really early on. Man, Morata, what a joke of a man. Like... That's why he's still out here, just being the greatest player on the earth. That's why single-handedly ending racism, whilst <laughs> like Morata can't score a goal. Well, I feel for Morata a bit, because he actually... It's kind of a tale of two strikers, this game. You saw Morata doing more or less the same things Lukaku was doing, but he hit the post. It was just like two strikers at different ends of the, the confidence spectrum. So you had Morata, low on confidence gets a chance, hits a post, uh, breaks through behind the defence with a really good touch and then doesn't know what to do. Whereas Lukaku seemed to really have like a, a fire in his belly in this game and was really, really fired up for it. And he, I think he had three sort of big chances. He took took one of them. Uh, he very, came very close with his sort of overhead kick. Oh yeah, I saw. Which is awesome. Um, and then he got the assist for, for Lingard for the winner made me very happy because I still have Lingard. Do you? Yeah. Uh, it was a good goal. And I think, you know, Lingard has, in this time, he hasn't been scoring. He's still been playing well. I don't think he played particularly well when he came off the bench, but he made the runs that, that Man United needed. Uh, Willian was fucking fantastic. They play Man City next, and then they play Crystal Palace, and then they blank in 31. Yeah. Then they play Spurs, and then they have a run of five sweet ones. So that that is kind of... But, it's a bad time, isn't it? Well, is Spurs, it? Spurs and City and a blank. If you're Willian, is it a bad time? <laughs> yeah, to be fair, he... So that, that was one of the things I wanted to say about this game. Like, Chelsea dominated. Like, they could have had three, four goals in the, in the first half. They were very, very good. Um, the problem was they, they didn't get those goals and that gave Man United an impetus to get back in it. Yeah. Will Willian start now? Yeah, so I, I think this he should. This is like third or fourth start in a row, is it not? Yes. Uh, like in all competitions. He's, he's been in great form. He scored against uh, Barcelona. He also hit the post. He's been very, very good. Uh, I think he hit the post twice in that game, actually. Yeah, he's, he's, oh, yeah, he did. He did yeah, he did. he's, right. he's been on fire lately. Kind of the, the problem with uh, Willian... Well, I was going to say the problem, that Hazard was actually the guy who was taken off. Yes. Like typically it would be Willian, but in this game Hazard came off, and I think a lot of Chelsea fans were like, "Why are you doing that?" Uh, he came off for Pedro. Hazard for me, like he he was one of the guys who had chances to 
there was one in particular where he got in behind the defence and he just didn't shoot. He tried to pass it. And it's moments like that I just felt like Mourinho had the edge in the, the mentality of his players on this day. But yeah, Willian at 6.7. like 6.8. Is he 6.8? Yeah. Damn it. Oh, I thought, thought I had that right. Um, it's very hard to recommend him with those those two fixtures, though. Uh, the I don't know if it is. The City and I don't think it matters to Spurs him. Spurs ones. Yeah. I, th- I still think the problem is whether he starts or not. Yeah, it, it seems like he's going to get a run. I think if you want to get Willian and you're looking for a differential, like now is the time to do it. Just jump on it now and hope hope for the best because you're not going to have long. He'll drop out soon enough. And I, I kind of saw a bit of Lampard talking about this on... It might have been BT. Lampard sort of, sort of implied that he tends to go through patches of really hot form and then he kind of goes off the, not off the boil, but like he's a very streaky player in that sense that he'll be really, really hot for a short period of time. And then he drops out because he kind of comes out of it. Right. But it's, that's kind of what he was suggesting, but we don't get to see that because we don't see him on the training ground. Yeah. We really see whether he's picked or not. I think Lingard, if you still have him, like, ride it out. Ride it out just a bit more. Like, I know that Man United don't have particularly endearing fixtures. Yeah. But he is that kind of player and, you know, we saw in this game, they managed two goals against Chelsea. When Mourinho plays these games, he can come up with something. He can, he doesn't always attack a lot, but Lingard seems like the kind of player, he runs in behind a lot, he works really hard. He seems like the kind of player that will come out with a winner or come out with, with a few goals there. So I think it is worth holding on to him. Alonso, I guess, is, is looking precarious now. I can't believe anyone still has Chelsea defenders in their team. Hmm. Yeah, I, he did. He was unlucky not to get the assist for Maratta, but all in all, pretty good day for the United boys. Not so good for Conte. Uh, so Leicester played Stoke in the early kickoff, and this was a freaking dreadful one. It was, it was kind of an interesting game in that Leicester, like I thought, Mares played really well without really imposing any true threat. Right. Like he, everything was going through him. He looked a threat. But his finishing and his passing in the final third was really off. And that, it just seemed like that was the, I mean, the Butland own goal tells a story. Like, that was how they needed to get a goal. Yeah. It wasn't even a shot. That's true. I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. They they controlled the game, but they didn't really impose themselves too hard. Uh, Shakiri, however, one chance, one goal. As soon as he got the ball there from Jalen, I was like, that's it. Yeah. And he was so far away from the goal like, yeah. it wasn't like he was right there and he was going to shoot but as soon as he got it I was like they just gave him the space didn't they it yeah. opened up for him uh, it was mad and you can see it coming so I don't understand how I a woman hmm. could see it coming but men being paid to proper football do men do the football on the pitch didn't see it yeah yeah it was, it was kind of a, a weird one and it was on his on his swinger on his weak foot as well but yeah Butland was very unlucky. I mean, he, he made a hell of a lot of saves and then he made one tremendous error. Yeah, but he's not that unlucky if you do have him in your team. <laughs> yeah, because he's, what, like the, I think the second top scoring goalkeeper this week or something. Mad. Absolutely insane. So he got, he got six points despite conceding a goal and scoring an own goal. <laughs> it's, it's kind of shocking, isn't it? So he made, I think it was nine saves. And he got three bonus points. Absolutely nuts. So actually he got zero points and then the saves and the bonus made up for it. Yeah. 
Which is amazing. I've called it Blunderous Butland and the bonus point Bonanza. <laughs> that is pretty fantastic. Thank you. It's... I'm looking at a Stoke defender, though, for the rest of the season. Right, tell me why. Um, don't really know. <laughs> just, I, think it's, I just like the look. I think it's for the blank game week. They do... They play in the blank game week. They do play in both blank game weeks. Thanks. I have absolutely no plan for the rest of the season. Bauer, I think, is who I'm looking at at 4.5. He seems to be the only one that's worth getting purely because of his price. Yeah. You don't want to spend more than that on a Stoke defender. Yeah, Zuma seems to be the only other one who's kind of like guaranteed he's yeah. going to play and will be good, but he's 5.1 now, I yeah. think. And that's just a little bit too much. It's too much for oh, a Stoke 5. defender. Oh, 5.4, sorry. Yeah. Apologies. It's definitely too much for a Stoke defender. I mean, he was a Chelsea player, I think, which is essentially why he was, why his why price was, was so high. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think if you look at Stoke, they are a good option for those two blank game weeks. Mm-hmm. Whether they're a good option for the season, I think it's, it's a bit of a punt. Like, I'd be getting rid of Ogbonna. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, like, it's... I'm just... Switching to a better option, yeah. not switching to the best option. Yeah, you have to set your expectations with a guy like him, and I think Stoke will keep some clean sheets before the end of the season. Absolutely. You just kind of have to write, write it out when they don't. Yeah, the I think thing... I don't need to play him every week. Yeah. That's not what I'm getting him for. Yeah, yeah so I think he's he's decent for the, the fact that he plays both those blanks. And Stoke do look, you know, like I said, the uh, Leicester game, they did actually do really well to... To really restrict their, their clear opportunities. Yeah. And I think you can probably see see them continuing in that vein as the season goes on. Yeah. Uh, just a quick word on Mahrez and Vardy. I think it was an off day for them, but I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's fatal by any means. They did come up against a, a decent defence and they, yeah. they didn't have a great day, but they still have great fixtures towards the end of the season. So if you've got Mahrez in, don't panic just yet. If you've got Vardy, he's still probably worth sticking with. All right. Bournemouth Newcastle. This was a bit of a nightmare. I was very unhappy. For who? For Newcastle, because they did so well, and I, I actually thought so. We got Gale with two goals. Yeah. Um. And an assist last game week as well. And an assist last game week. So he's on some pretty pretty decent form in terms of FPL. I didn't think he had the best game. Uh, he he was just kind of in the right place at the right time, but. Then they can see two... I mean, the Adam Smith goal, there was no way anyone could save it. It just came out of nowhere. I mean, on, on Match of the Day, they pointed out Shelby uh, yeah. on Saturday. They pointed out that he was very lazy in his defensive yeah. responsibilities. I'm and, not a fan of Shelby. Ever since that first game week. Didn't he get sent off in the first yeah, game Yeah, yeah. Ever since that, I've been like, nah, no shit this yeah. man. Yeah. I mean, it's the same criticism that people have always levelled against him. He's... He's a very, very talented player, a very skillful player, but he's just kind of lazy and he doesn't do his defensive work. So this, yeah, I mean, Bournemouth looked like they were going to another disappointing defeat and they come out with, with two goals out of nowhere. Yeah, so I think I've got some defence for Dubravka here. So he was doing really I well. Think, like, brilliantly. I, I don't think he was at fault for anything. But you know when he got knocked out hmm. on the goalpost? Oh God, yeah, that looks painful. That is it. It wasn't um, actually the goalpost, it was Shelby. Oh. Shelby, like, need him in the face. Sure. So when he got knocked out then, that was it. That was the turning point. You think? 
Well, he didn't concede goals before that, <laughs> and he did concede goals after. Yeah. So naturally, the conclusion is... The goals were unsavable there. That's the thing. Like, one was point-blank range, like, in the top corner. One was just a, a beast of a shot that, that came out of nowhere. Mm. It's To me, I look at that, and I'm like, that, that's that got to be so gutting, because they were, they were both goals that needed to be defended. It, it wasn't the goalkeeper who was at fault at all. Yeah, he had, he had a good game, and I think he's going to be an important player for them. He's going to probably continue that He'll form. He'll have to be, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's just looking at the way Shelby played, I think Newcastle's defence and the quality of their defence has got to be dependent to an extent on whether whether he plays or whether he actually does his defensive work. And I think on that showing, you may see him dropped. Uh, in terms of fantasy options, I don't really like anyone apart from Ake for the, the blank week. Who are Bournemouth playing? Uh, Bournemouth play West Brom at home in week 31. Okay. Like, there's got to be someone in this Bournemouth team that's mm. worth having, but I just don't know who it is. Yeah. I, ca- like, I can't... I like Stanislas if he plays as well. But just as a... Going forward, like, you know, having them in your team every week... There's just no one that stands out. Like, they're not particularly good at defending. There's no real standout pick for attacking. I mean, you obviously had the hat-trick from Wilson, and then he had a couple of goals here and there, but now Defoe's back. Exactly. And King started up front as well. And oh, really? I, I think it was King and Wilson began the game, and then Defoe came on. But Ake is a guy that I like, because he does... Five million, though, for Ake. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's why... I'm only looking at him for the blank game week. I wouldn't keep him. Okay. Not at all. They do have good fixtures, but Bournemouth are just very, very unpredictable. <laughs> another another rip-roaring fixture. Watford-Everton. Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> and Pickford played well. Like, Pickford is the... I still believe Pickford is the only player in that, Watford, in that Everton side who, like, gives a shit. And he's so... Oh, out, like, he spends so much time every match being so livid mm. with everyone in front of him. Mm. And it's like, how do you do him like this? Yeah. How do you do him like this week after week? Someone just help the man out. Very, very poor showing from Everton again. I think Watford... Basically, what you're seeing here, there's two teams, low in the table, low in confidence, playing really, really bad, boring football. Yeah. And Watford were slightly more attacking and Watford got a 1-0 win because they were slightly more attacking. And you know when Watford got good? The precise moment when Watford I know what you're going to say. Kiko Femenia. Kiko Femenia, he's back. And it, I, I would totally agree. Like, he changed... he changed, Like, he got the pre-assist for the goal. Yeah. He yeah, changed that game. He literally single-handedly made it good. Yeah. I so, guess maybe Okaka made it a bit good too. But... <laughs> Okaku is a player that I really like when he occasionally plays because yeah. he always seems to make an impact. He's very strong. And so why doesn't he just play good on the ball. To be honest, I don't know. I, I'm not sure if he's been out injured for a lot of the season, but I remember him coming on and making a massive impact and, and just playing a few games and being really, really good. But he's never really stayed in that team for, mm. for a prolonged period of time. So we'll, we'll see what happens with him. But... Yeah, Kiko Femenia, 4.3 now. Genuinely great. Absolute bargain. Uh, the, the problem with Watford is that they're not very defensively sound. But, like you say, his, his attacking prowess, it mm. changed Watford. And I, I think he does, he does have that assist potential. And remember early in the season, every game, 
he was like top of the bonus bonus points yeah. until Watford conceded. Yeah. So that that's kind of the problem. They they do concede a lot, but I think we have seen an upturn in their form. They're a little bit low on confidence, but if he starts playing in the team regularly again, I think that's going to be a really big lift for them. Yeah. So I have a stat about Everton, and it doesn't make for for pleasant reading. Is it? Jordan Pickford is the best player in the world? Mm, not quite. Okay. Not quite. So Everton in their last 14 Premier League games, they have the fewest shots. They have faced the second most shots of anyone in the league. And also they've created the fewest chances from open play. That was actually a thing. They've been out, out shot in all of those right. games. I say in inverted commas, essentially the other team has had more shots than them in every one of those games. I feel so bad for Pickford. It's... It's a sad time for him, really. I think they need to play him everywhere. Hmm. They need to play him up front. If they could just replicate him into 11 players, or just 10, I guess, because they've already got one of him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just replicate him 10 times. Maybe once or twice for the bench as well. A few extra times. Yeah, so I guess that was the most exciting part of the game when Pickford actually came up for the corner, right? Someone else got to do it. So Courtois went up, didn't he? Oh, did he? The end of I the, missed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of that game, Courtois went up. And I was like, you know what? This is by far my favourite thing in football is goalkeepers getting yeah. to leave the goal. Oh, it's very exciting. I love it. My problem is that I'm stuck playing Decore and Milivojevic every week. Yeah. Just in case Decore scores or Palace get a, a weird situation to be in. Like, I can't, <laughs> I can't not play either of them. Yeah. And that's my situation. It doesn't matter what the fixture is. But seeing as you mentioned the boy, Millie. Yeah. Let's move on to Divey Alley and his Tottenham Hotspurs. No, uh, <laughs> But you know it's true. No, it's not true. He <laughs> okay. dived one time. You know, just one time. One time in the last year. Only once. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> So I, I guess you're fortunate that my main point about this game is about Kane's profligacy in front of goal. Excuse me? He is profligate, Natalie. <laughs> profligate. I've never heard that word it in It just life. basically means you waste. Wasteful. Yeah. So Kane in this game was incredible. I mean, one of the things was, I think Spurs, you know, I opened with the Divey Alley line, but I do think... There was one nailed on penalty he should have had. Yeah. Uh, where oh sorry no that was Ben Davis that I'm thinking of. Uh, Hennessy took out Ben Davis quite early in the game oh, yeah. in the first half. Nailed on penalty would have probably been a Kane goal right. So I was like yep, that's one goal we should have had. This is how this day is gonna go. <laughs> we, we you the Arsenal fan. Me and Kane. <laughs> me and Kane we go. But he's an Arsenal fan as well. So is he really? Fine. Yeah. Davis had the, this one opportunity. It was a nailed on penalty. Absolutely should have been. I kind of felt where the, the day was going after that. Then Kane missed... was it? It came on Van Aanholt. He was right in front of the goal, probably two, three yards out, kicks it straight at Hennessy. I'm like, oh, God, he's missed another one. And then in the second half, he missed a sitter, put it wide, the one where Ericsson flicked it through, and he was again, what, probably three, four yards out, puts it wide. I just thought, there's, there's no way he's scoring today. It's just going to be a, an absolute nightmare. I think Deli Ali should have had a penalty if he just waited a little bit longer to... For the goalkeeper one? Yeah. Not for the Van Arnold one? Uh, there was a Van Arnold one as the well. The one where the three of them were all round him and Van Arnold kicked him in the back. Oh yeah, that was a penalty. I forgot about that one. I don't think they showed that on Match of the Day. Maybe they did. I think they did. I must have just missed it then. But I remember, yeah, now you say that, I remember seeing that while I was watching the game and being like, oh, he's not going to get it because he's Deli Ali. 
And then there was a goalkeeper one where he did dive, yeah. but the pen, uh, the goalkeeper was coming to take him out. And if he just waited a little bit longer... And actually fallen over. And actually fallen over the goalkeeper, I think it would have been a penalty. So very frustrating if you're a cane owner who captained him because you thought he was going to get loads of goals. He did come up with one in the end from a Hennessy mistake. Hennessy was great in this game. He kept everything out. He made yeah. some brilliant saves. And then he just screws it up in the 90th minute. Mm. Whereas Harry Kane could have had five goals in this game if if all had been well. Yeah. But he just didn't. And it was very frustrating as a, a Kane captain because the other thing is he put so many shots off target yeah. and failed to score so many big chances that he points. took a massive hit in the bonus points. So despite getting the winning goal, which counts as like a fairly like hefty positive in the uh bonus point ranking Spurs also kept a clean sheet and a lot of other Spurs players didn't miss a whole host of chances yeah. so I mean he showed that he's still an important player because he came up with a goal but overall I think it was a very disappointing performance from him mm-hmm. disappointing that the referee didn't give at least one of those penalties as well yeah. on another day we could have had three goals and we could have been like way we're, we're doing great um, Soloff or Soloff rather he was a good guy wasn't he really good Had a good little game the best player on the pitch to be quite honest I did that tweet two men favourited it yeah I saw we went pretty viral it was <laughs> pretty exciting <laughs> I was like why have I got notifications for the analysis um, yeah he was really really good he worked really hard I like the look of him for next season Again, for like a, a free hit punt, I think he's pretty good because... Yeah, maybe. If you're if you're looking to do it in that blank game week... Uh, yeah, he's 5.5, yeah. which is like nothing. Yeah, so it'll be easy to fit in. And uh, I, I thought he played really well. He had some really good moments. Unfortunately, Palace were just, you know, under yeah. under pressure for the it entire game. It feels like he's the only person who was playing for that. Yeah, who Benteke was, was freaking awful. Benteke hasn't scored at Sellers Park this season. That's so bad. So bad. Like, how nuts is yeah. that? Yeah, there isn't really much more I took from this game. I mean, Palace did well, and I thought they were really unlucky. Tompkins came away with nine points because oh, he came because off he went injured. off before the goal. Yeah, yeah. so he got the, the full bonus. Love one of those. <laughs> um, and he's fine as well. He's he just, fine, he yeah. He came off with cramp. Yeah, severe cramp. Yeah. What a lad. Pretty funny. Terrible facial hair, though. Palace, unfortunately, come up against Man United, Chelsea, Huddersfield and Liverpool in the next four. So that's why I'm only really looking at any Palace players as a blank game week right. uh, guy. Other than that, I think Ericsson, Ali, all those boys, you know, they none of them were particularly no, good. No, I think Davis is the only one, only Spurs player. Yeah. Like, assuming everyone has Kane already, yeah. Davis is the only one worth looking at at 5.7. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's been rising. He's been on the rise. He got one bonus point, uh, seven in total. Um, had another good performance, created a lot of chances. Obviously, could have had the assist if that penalty had been rightfully given. O- overall, yeah, really good game for him. And I can't... He shouldn't be dropped, in my opinion. Trippier rose the other day, and then he, he, he was left play. out for Aurier. But then Vertonghen is dead as well. Yeah, so... Alderweireld still isn't back, so who knows what's going on back there. Yeah, apparently a minor setback for Alderweireld and Vertonghen, they're not sure. He, uh, no Pochettino says he hopes it's not bad, it's mm. not serious. Oh, it was a knock in training, wasn't yeah. it? But that sounds worrying when he says, I, I hope, hope it's, it's not, not serious. Yeah. In, as we talk about injustice, yeah. here's some further injustice for oh. us all. Oh. Burnley won, Southampton won. <laughs> um, he, he, he doesn't even have to be in your team and he's stabbing yeah. you in the back. Backstabbing. Every 
fucking time. I don't know who he thinks he is. Oh, how many hearts you broke in that day, my man. Uh, it's almost impressive that he scored, to be honest. Well, it is, because he came on for like 10 minutes as well. It wasn't even like oh, his start Oh, and he got again. all of the bonus points as well, didn't he? I'm fed up a bit. That, I don't even understand why that happened. I, I have to assume it's because he had one chance and he scored it. So, so yeah, overall, I, I'm not really sure why it happened. Because Barnes is a striker and he scored a goal and he played the, the whole game. Is he? Yeah. You all right there? Yeah, I was just thinking a bit like, oh, I just want Burnley to win games. Like, their form is so poor. Well... I've got some good news for you. Mm. They face Everton at home next. Well, the problem is, Dan, is you told me there was good news last week. And it nearly was. And here we are. So, let's talk about the goal, the elephant in the room. Uh, Firstly, I want to say Pope was fantastic again. I think he was very, very unlucky to come away conceding a goal in this match because he made some vital saves. Like... Bobby Madley... Standing in the way of my man. I can't remember what midfielder it was, but it's just one of those where you know as soon as you see it happen, the 90th minute, they're, they're cruising to a 1-0 win and the referee gets in the way of the Burnley player and then just this massive like pocket of space opens up and you just know what's going to happen immediately. You can't legislate for this kind of shit. It's, just, it's genuinely unbelievable. It's the lack of remorse he showed. Yeah. Didn't care. He just, he looked like such a mug in the middle of the pitch. (laughs) Just like, what do I do? What I would say is at least have some spatial awareness, my man, in the 90th minute when a team is winning 1-0. Very, very disappointed because the second week in a row, this time I made it slightly closer with my three Burnley boys at the back. Made it to the 90th minute and then had my dreams crushed and... Like, it, it is a it severe over-reliance on one team. It is, but if we look at how many teams kept clean sheets this week, Watford and Spurs, that was it. But I do have some good news for you. We're going to move on from that now, and we'll do a quick little preview, and we'll also talk... Should we do Game Week 35 first, the blanks, 31 and 35? I just want to tell you, so you can think ahead, there are some teams that are definitely playing. I'm not, like, 0% of me is thinking ahead about anything. Yeah, that's fine. But some of our listeners maybe wanted to get that edge, that Mm. little little edge on their rivals. All right, everyone, sorry. (laughs) So, obviously, we've got FA Cup replays this week. Uh, Swansea and Spurs tomorrow and Wednesday. Swan is on again. Yeah. They just had a replay. They're replaying again. So they're replaying against Sheffield Wednesday tomorrow right, yeah. and Spurs are facing Rochdale on Wednesday. Mm. I'm going to do this in a nice and concise way for you. Okay, so Game Week 35 is the week of the FA Cup semi-final. Right. Right. So there are one, two, three, there are five guaranteed fixtures that are taking place. Okay. The teams featuring in these. Arsenal versus West Ham, Everton versus Newcastle, Stoke versus Burnley, Watford versus Palace and West Brom versus Liverpool. Okay. So if you like any of those teams I just mentioned, not probably handy to keep those players or get them in on your wild card. Right. There are some teams who are fairly likely to play, but it's very, very speculative at this point. Because you'd assume that Man United are going to beat Brighton. Exactly. And you'd assume that Spurs are going to beat... Swansea. Yeah, that is presuming they both In the hypothetical match. Yeah. That is. But what makes it confusing and what makes it definitely not worth delving into deeply on a podcast 
because you'll just blow your mind, is not only do the, the winners of these matches come into account, but Spurs are playing Brighton in that game week 35. So if Brighton don't go through, and Man United do, but Spurs go through, then Brighton will still blank in that week because they're supposed to be playing each other. Right. So we have a, a situation where basically the probably the most likely fixture to happen is Chelsea versus Huddersfield, but that would rely on Leicester beating Chelsea. But that's just the one that needs kind of the least things to come together. Right. Whereas something like Southampton, for example, they're playing a, a low league uh, side. And I think Southampton are meant to be playing... Who is it? Do you want me to look? Yeah, please. Um, Leicester. Right. So there you have a situation where... So Leicester if Leicester get knocked out, but Southampton win... It's still a blank. It, it's still a blank for Leicester. So you have those sort of situations. And I think probably the, the fixture of, of like teams of players you might want to have that looks most likely is Man City versus Swansea because that would assume that Swansea get knocked out versus Spurs or tomorrow but it's very speculative at the moment so again Arsenal West Ham Everton Newcastle Stoke Burnley Watford Palace and West Brom Liverpool those are the guys for week 35 that are definitely going to be playing okay right shall we move on to a preview please sick so we've got some we've got some tasty fixtures. I haven't looked at the fixtures yet. Yeah, I know. I just said it. Oh, I don't believe it. <laughs> holy shit! Is this the first time this season Burnley have played the lunchtime kickoff? No, I don't think so. I think they sure? played Spurs early, but I can't remember for sure. Regardless, they are the early Saturday kickoff, which means I'll be able to get out of the way nice and quickly. Oh. So Burnley face Everton in the early kickoff. Mm. All all logic points towards a. A nil-nil nil, nil or a one-nil or something like that. That's got nil-nil written all over it. Yeah. To be honest, I hope that's what happens. It's I'm almost tempted to put my clean sheet cup on this game just because it's if, early and I'll at you, least know quickly. If you don't, I will. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah, that, that looks like a nailed-on clean sheet for Burnley, but we never know. Everton might show up for a game for once and, and Walcott will turn on the style. Uh, Leicester face Bournemouth at three o'clock. Also, uh, Southampton, Stoke, Tottenham, Huddersfield. I mean, Spurs, Huddersfield looks like one. Spurs could rack up some goals, but I- I'm kind of worried about Huddersfield's good form now. I, l- I look at them and I think they're actually quite decent. I don't know. It all changes in a week. Away at hmm. wherever Spurs play, Wembley. Yeah. I the problem don't I have is that Spurs, like, wastefulness. Like, it keeps. We've seen it so many times this season. We've seen games where they've been amazing and then we've seen games where they've dominated and they just can't score. But we've also seen games where Huddersfield play away from home and just bottle it. Yeah, that's very true. So, I don't know. I'd probably Uh, still (laughs) bank on Spurs to win, but there's no way I would captain Kane in this. Yeah. But I would play, if I had a defender, I would play a Spurs defender. Yeah. Yeah, so Leicester-Bournemouth looks like a, a decent fixture for Leicester. Yeah. For Vardy and Mahrez to, to get back on the score sheet. Yeah. With Bournemouth's seeming... Uh, a, a ver- a adversity? Aversity is the word I'm looking for. Aversion. Right. With their aversion to clean sheets. Sure. Um, I can definitely see, see Mahrez coming up with something there. Southampton-Stoke is probably a good one if, you're, if you've got Bauer or one of those Stoke boys. Yeah, I think... This is one you'd want Shakiri for, 
Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, Southampton, you know, they may have got a 1-1 against Burnley, but it was thoroughly undeserved. Thoroughly. And I am a little bit biased, but only a little bit. Swansea face West Ham, which is actually a very tough one to call. I'd assume Milatovic goes mad here. Yeah. He just does the goals. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm playing Mawson. Yeah. I think that's fair. But... I don't see why not. There's no way Milatovic won't do a goal. Yeah, yeah. It's very funny because, I mean, we did actually mention last week that Swansea were a very good option in, in very good form. But then also that this feels like it could be the moment where it turns yeah. because we've all bought into it. Yeah. And losing 4-1 to Brighton does kind of indicate that there may be a slide on the way. Uh, Watford face West Brom, which is... Ooh, Before we start Kiko in this... tasty one. I, I want Kiko. It. It's a shame that I've already made my transfer because Kiko would have been a nice one, but I just... Uh, um, it feels wasteful to go for a, a defender from Watford. You're thinking about it, yeah. and I like it. I want him a lot, but like, <laughs> I'm really, if he doesn't start, yeah. I'm kind of wrecked. That's the problem. He's just come back from a fairly lengthy injury, and, and we don't really know that he's got to be, be starting. I'll probably get him anyway. Yeah, yeah, he's a good, he's a good little player. I like him. Uh, yeah, that looks like a, a win for Watford, surely. You just, I hope you so. Just I hope so. If West Brom come out with a win... Like they're second in 38 games or something. I'll be shocked. When Liverpool face Newcastle in the late kickoff. This is the captain one for me, I think. Yeah, it's a late kickoff as well, which is always nice. Mm. Always nice to have a player going into this one. Uh, yeah, I don't think any of the other games are safe enough. Yeah. But the Dubravka dilemma. Yeah. Well... Liverpool are very good. I think we've seen enough evidence this season. I guess you can only hope that Shelby is useless. Yeah. I find it hard to see Newcastle creating many chances purely because Liverpool will just blow them away constantly. Like, they might get a lucky goal or something, but to me, this looks like a, a comfortable sort of 3-4-0 three, three, for Liverpool. Like, I still kept, I'd captain Firmino or Salah yeah. here. I will. Yeah. But, yeah, I wouldn't get to. Yeah, um... I think it'll be a very comfortable win for them regardless, whether it's four or it's two. Like, I, I just think they're far too good. I don't think Newcastle really have enough going forward. Uh, captaincy is going to be interesting this week. So if we move on to Sunday, mm. I actually think this is a pretty super Sunday. We've got Brighton versus Arsenal. I think Brighton will put on a good performance, but I don't think they'll win or get a draw in this. I think they'll, I think they'll keep, lose. Yeah, and I think they'll keep the... The scoreline low. Yes, yeah. exactly. Um, I think it'll be a 1-0 or a 2-0, but yeah. I... Arsenal will scrape by with a win and then yeah. talk. Arsenal will talk about the mental strength after. See, this is a weird one for me. and it, you know, It should probably be said we're recording this before we've seen how Arsenal play against City on, on Thursday. Thursday. So the biggest problem with the, the Brighton game is... Arsenal's away form is very, very, very bad. Okay. And we've lost to a lot of teams away from home, a lot of teams far lower quality than Arsenal. And I'm very tempted, you know, dependent on what I see on Thursday, to go for Aubameyang captain, because I just, I just need it to work out once. But I, all logic in my mind tells me there is no way I should be captaining an Arsenal player here because they're away from home. 
against a team that are fairly good in defence and are, are fighting to stay up. So, yeah, it's to me, I could see us losing. And that's partly because I'm in a dark place as an Arsenal yeah, fan. Yeah, I don't know. I can't see Arsenal losing. Um, I think it will be interesting from here on out to see what Hewton does up front. Hmm. I assume that he'll keep playing Murray. Murray. Yeah. But you didn't just buy Lacardia and Ajara to keep yeah. like is Ajara gonna just stay on the bench now? I guess maybe then he'll play in the cup. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I guess they're still in the FA Cup. But that's not you know, that's three more fixtures max till the end of the season. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what he does here. You, you can't really take away a guy who's in such great form. Uh, Man City and Chelsea is the late Sunday kickoff, which should be a banger, I hope. Don't know. I wouldn't assume so. Um, so Sterling. Right, so we'll know more. Uh, apparently he trained today. Oh. Um, yeah, I think City will win this probably, or maybe a draw, but I, I can't see Chelsea. They'll have to play a really good game to beat City. Yeah. They're, they're just brilliant yeah. at the moment. Um, and then there's a Monday night game again. Crystal Palace versus Man United. Could be a bit of a boring one, but hey, Man United did well a, against Chelsea. Maybe I reckon be... Man United win, but it's a 1-0, 2-0. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I don't... I think we got carried away. And I think other people got carried away. I think everyone got carried away about Palace having... Palace and their injuries. Yeah. Obviously, it's terrible for them, but they still play well. Yeah, Hodgson's really good at just drilling a team to do their jobs really well, essentially. Yeah, so so they do they do still perform, and I think they are good in these big games. Like they they really ran Spurs close, and even you know had a few moments where they could have scored. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can see this being low scoring. Yeah, so that's that about sums it up for the preview. I think it's all good. Yeah. You, so you going for a, you're going for a Liverpool captain, yeah, whatever sure. happens, yeah. right? I'm I'm kind of torn between Kane, Liverpool players, and I really want to do Aubameyang. Okay, so I think that about sums it up. We've got some... Uh, clean sheet cup. Some clean sheet cuppage. So Dan went for Swansea um, over the weekend, which was far from inspired. <laughs> um, oh, man. And I went for Newcastle, which was inspired... Until it wasn't. Obviously, Dubravka getting knocked out just didn't do him any favours. No, that's it. If that didn't happen. So, Dan, what are you saying this week? So, I'm going to choose... Oh, it's going to have to be Tottenham Hotspur because I don't want to jinx Burnley. Okay. <laughs> oh, come on, Spurs, do it for me. I'm going to have the the Burnley Everton 0 now. Yep. Okay, you're going to go for the big two-pointer. Yeah. I see what's going on here. Yeah. Trying to pull out in front. Yeah, I don't think there's any need for me to do so, but yeah. <laughs> it's just arrogance at this point. It is. Uh, okay, how can you contact us, Natalie? You can get us on Twitter at the Danalysis. You can email us um, at hello at the com. I didn't check our emails this week. We didn't have anything new. Okay. <laughs> Good. Also, it'd be really sick if you could rate and subscribe to our podcast and Apple hmm. Podcasts. Um, this week I found out that my mother has never reviewed anything in her life 
Explain. You mean no. on, on App Store or uh, podcast no. iTunes? So this is how I try to justify it to myself also. Okay. No. She has never, ever reviewed anything okay. in her life. Let's put this to the listeners. If, there is a, if there's anyone out there who has never reviewed anything before, please email in and tell us because I don't know if this is weird or not. It's super weird. I don't know if this is weird. Well, if you haven't ever reviewed anything, <laughs> feel make, free to let us know. Yeah, make us your first. We'll decide it. That would also be good. That would be great. We'd really appreciate yeah. it. Anyway. We'll be um, back next week. We shall be back next week with a guest, providing we'll... all goes well. Yeah, I don't want to get my hopes up. <laughs> okay. You, you stay, stay in the, the sceptical mindset. Thanks. Well... It's been a pleasure. Uh, yeah, we'll, good luck for the rest of the week if anyone has Aubameyang or any of the hype Man City or Arsenal boys. Yeah, I don't think anyone has Aubameyang apart be, from you. I'm going to be, I'm going to be enjoying that match until probably ten minutes in when we're four 0 down. Uh, but yeah, best of luck for the the weekend coming up. We hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Bye. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.